Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, I want you to look at this. I'm talking, I'm still talking about identity. Um, your identity in Christ is huge. And it's one of the greatest revelations that we can get from God's word. Okay? And this understanding about being in Christ, identifying my life with Christ and changing the way we live will cause you to rise above every adversity that life brings you. Okay? Because when we don't understand our identity, we live beneath and below the rights and privileges we've been given in Christ. So now here's how this works. Okay? Jesus said, this is the identity I have for you. This is what I gave you. This is who you are in Christ. This is my benefit package. This is the blessed life. This is the best life. This is your life. This is the next level life for you. Okay? Now, that is an identity understanding of being in Christ. Now, if I don't get in Christ, I'm going to kind of stay over here with fallen man, and that's not good. Okay? So, we have to understand that our spiritual identification in Christ will keep us living a better life. If we do not understand our identification with Christ, we will live below our rights and privileges. So really, your Christianity, and this is true, is not based on Jesus. It's based on the revelation of Jesus that you have, the quality of your life. So less revelation produces what? Below me being below my rights and privileges. More revelation elevates me to what? Understanding my rights and privileges. So what's the thing? What does identification with Christ mean? I mean, think about it, right? Is it You're going to have to connect to something. Might as well be Jesus and not Adam. So it's normal for us to identify somewhere. Just where do I link? So, so your, your sense of um, connection is going to be based upon revelation. So that's where it happens. So every day our lives, we either identify with Adam or we identify with Jesus and we identify with this spiritual life and we understand that we have a brand new life in Christ. Now look what it says in Ephesians 2.4. If you got it in um, King James, that'll be great. And, and I, like, I like this because Ephesians 2 and 4, you know, really, and we're going to read all the way through 7. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together 
and made us sit together in what? Heavenly places in Christ. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. Okay? So now, just go slow. According to the word of God, and I just talked about this Sunday, what? We were seated with Christ in heavenly places. If you have an identity crisis, you're not going to elevate yourself to sit in this heavenly place. And what does that mean? Well, that means you're going to live beneath your means. That's not good. They don't know who they are in Christ, and they don't know where they're seated. So Christians that do not identify with Christ, who don't know who they are in Christ, don't know they're seated with Christ, and instead of identifying with Christ, they identify with the problems that confront them. Now, let me explain that. And it's almost like this. Your ability to overcome the problems of life the situations of life, the circumstances of life, the bad report, the lack, all that nonsense is based, flip it over here, it's based upon what? Your understanding of who you are and your identity with Christ. Once you got your identity with Christ figured out, your identity with Christ trumps everything you face in the earth. That's big, man, because people don't know this. They don't know who they are and they don't know where they're seated. If you know you're seated at the right hand of God, you ain't freaking out about all this other nonsense. Well, how do you know? How do you know this? Because they identify more with their problem than they do with the God living inside of them. That's, let me explain that. Because like, oh, what I got, you know, this thing coming, you got a financial thing. Oh, no, no, no. If you know you identify with Christ, you laugh at that thing. You got a physical problem. No, I ain't taking that. That is not my, I, I do not identify with lack. I do not identify with sick. I do not identify with jacked up. I do not identify with broken. Look, I'm going to tell you right here now. A lot of this preaching stuff you hear, you know, wants you to label yourself with brokenness. Now, look, I understand we go through life, but I'm not broken. You know, one time they came to me and they said, oh, broken color still, bro broken crayons still color. I said, broken crayons are be meant to throw in the garbage. That's what broken crayons are meant for. Sounds good. A bunch of people got broken crayon stories and preach, preach about broken crayons. I, I'm not knocking the preachers. Don't write me a letter. I understand the concept. But isn't that like, oh, I'm broken and I, I could still color. What do you do with broken crayons? You throw them in the garbage. Stop, stop being ridiculous. You're not broken. You've been put together with Christ. You're a brand new creature. Never been one like you before. I was broken last week. You know what I'm saying. God put you, you could have been broken a minute ago. God put you back together. I do not identify in my brokenness. I don't identify in my sick. I don't identify in my lack. I don't, ident stop identifying in a divorce. Stop identifying a bankruptcy. Stop identifying with anything. Stop identifying with weird, weird, uh, uh, you be weird with your profession 
and you be getting all out and left, oh, come on, somebody. You be getting all out and left field. You don't need to get all out and left field, glory to God. You got to remember this. They identify themselves with where they came from and what they're going through, not Jesus Christ. So you could identify yourself with your job. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm a carpenter. I'm a mechanic. I'm a, I'm a this or, and then what do you do this? We do this in sports, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a Steeler fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Giant fan. I'm a, I'm a winner. Glory to God. Whoever won, that's my team. Come on, right? Then what do they got? Now watch this now. This is bad. This is bad, but watch this, right? Now look at I'm a diabetic. Maybe you are. Just go slow. I'm not. I, 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 I'm bipolar. I'm, I'm, I got cancer. I got heart disease. I got, I'm, uh, uh, I'm this. No, 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 no. Stop. Be careful. You might have something going on, but I don't identify with the something going on. You don't identify with this all the time. You're a cre new creature in Christ. Identify with Jesus. That's not to live in denial. Christians are weird. Well, I don't have that. No, no, no. You need to call for something. This is big. The Bible says this. It says, we call. Well, what do we call? Things that be not as though they were. Come on, what does that mean? So you might say, well, Pastor Chris, I have been diagnosed with diabetes. And if you have, take your medicine, stop being weird. But don't identify your whole rest of your life with a disease. I, am, I might have this right now. Okay, I'm not taking ownership of it, but they got, I have a symptom of this. Or you might actually have this. And you go, and I'm calling for health identify with Christ. If anyone's in Christ, he's a brand new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When you became a Christian, you become a brand new person inside. You are not the same anymore. Your new life has begun. Oh, that's good. Before we were in Christ, we had problems. Right? We're messed up, death, despair, messed, just bad. In Christ is where our identity should be. In Jesus is where our identity should be found. You know? I think that's big. God will, you ever see like the Bible, God changes somebody's identity? I think one of the best stories about that is, you know, like, um, you know, you look at like, um, there's a lot of places, you know, we'll look at Gideon or something like that. You know, Gideon was a big one. I think um, God trying to show Joshua who he was, um, trying to speak to, um, you know, you look at Peter, turn it around, look at the apostle Paul, turn it around. But you ever see God, God did that with J um with um, Jacob, you know what I mean? Calling him Israel, changing his name. God had Abram to Abraham, just changed people, you know what I mean? We can even look at a couple of these. You ever, you ever noticed how, how God changes people's identities? They saw themselves one way. God saw them the way they really were. You remember Gideon? He was, he was, he was terrified of the Midianites 
and that they, they, they would take the little that he had. And, and when he was there in Judges chapter 6, you don't have to go there. One day the angel of the Lord came to him and said, Thou mighty warrior. The NIV called him a mighty warrior. The Lord is with thee, you mighty warrior. Gideon was, acted, Gideon was acting nothing like a mighty warrior. He's hiding. Right? When you see yourself the way God sees you, like Gideon, he became a deliverer of Israelites, but you could be a deliverer of whatever God has. But you got to take your identity. Now, look, that means like you could still be afraid or nervous or, you know, apprehensive about stepping out or do any of this stuff. But what did God say? He said, oh, don't listen, I'm, 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 I'm for you and I see you in victorious um, position when you don't. So I see your identity. So God speaks at your spiritual identity, not your natural situation. That's why God never tells you when you're losing or you feel like you're lost, you know, oh, this is over. Or you've never been discouraged and God's like, yeah, pack it in. You might as well call it a day. No, why? Because he doesn't see you naturally. He sees you spiritually. God changed Abraham's name. You know? No longer shall you be called Abram. Now you will be called Abraham, for I have made you the father of many nations. He changed Sarai to Sarah. God calls those things that, what? are not as though they were. That's Romans 4.17. God just doesn't want you to exist. He wants you to speak about yourself in the proper perspective of your existence. You're a new creature. You got all this stuff going on, right? Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil, right? No matter what kind of junk the devil tries to throw, when you start understanding my identification with Christ, you can walk through all these problems. It's time for me and you to stand up and be who God says we are, and we need to let the enemy know who we are in Christ. Anytime the enemy tries to attack you with this nonsense, you just need to say, what? I identify with Christ. I don't identify with Chris no more. I don't identify with myself. But you got to get correct vision for that. Is that Okay. Because people don't realize this. They say, oh, you know, well, um, look, look, at, look at this. Um, well, let me just read it to you like this. You're going to correct your vision to identification. Then you're going to have to correct your speaking with identification. Because that's where a lot of times it's undone. You remember, you remember Genesis 11.1? Go to your Genesis 11. It's the Tower of Babel. But I really want you to understand this. You have to have correct thinking. So go to Genesis 11, 1 and just, just kind of. And the whole earth was one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east and they found a, a, plain, a, a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick and stone and slime and mortar. And they said, Let us build this city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. 
These guys are taking bricks, man, and trying to build a tower from earth to heaven. Sounds crazy, right? Like, what a bunch of nut jobs, right? But what? Let us make a, let, let us make us a name. At least we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. The Lord came down. Wouldn't you think, like, why is, the, why is the Lord coming down for this mess? Why? He said, if these people are one and they all have one language, as they begin to do, nothing will be restrained for them that they've imagined to do. So what did he do? He changed the language. Let, look what he says next one. Let us go down and what? Confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So how, how do you disconnect vision of identification from your life? How do you disconnect it? By not saying the same thing as it. So if you start speaking like negative and God puts you here, Man, this becomes a mess. Because now you're undoing what God did. And then God can't do all he wants to do because you are out of position and you are out of alignment. Ain't that crazy? Because you out, you out, you out, you're out talking yourself. So you got to correct your thinking and correct your spinking. Telling you, man, because if you don't correct your vision and your speaking, you're going to live beneath your identification. Now that's even that's beyond instruction. That's activating the instruction you received. But I got to get clarity for this for this inward man, outward man. You know what I'm saying? So First Peter three four in the King James says, let it be the hidden man of the heart. You can show him that. Because you got the inward man and the outward man, and you're working on both. But let it be the hidden man of the heart, that which is not corruptible, even an ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God a great price. Did you get that? So you see that? So he said the inward man. Where's the outward man? Second Corinthians 4, 16. The hidden man of the heart is that inward man. Second Corinthians 4, 16 is the outward man. For we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Now that's, that's pretty big. What do you mean my inward man, my outward man? What well, is my body suit? This is getting older day by day. I'm fighting it as hard as I can. But the inward man is becoming renewed by new day by day. So wait a minute, what's that mean? That means this, that... My inward man must have identification with my spirit and identification in Christ. My outward man is the earth suit. The hidden man in the heart is the real me. So identification begins within the heart. Once it begins in the heart, it starts with the mouth. Then it starts with the actions of the body. Where are you seated anyway? In heavenly places with Christ. That's your spiritual position. You have to get a clear vision of identification. If you do not get a clear vision of identification, you, you will live beneath. 
And then next thing is this, you're not going to have soul agreement, so you're going to have soul, see, you're not going to have agreement. So your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions are going to push against this, and it's going to make you like a natural-minded man. It isn't good. So you have to push beyond. Remember we talked about meditating in the word, practicing the word, giving the word a first place, building your human spirit, and, and, and uh, instantly obeying the voice of your spirit. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, the four ways of how to train your human spirit. So, so like this, when you meditate in these realities, they be, you become one with them. When you practice these realities from the word of God, you become better acquainted with them. When you give those realities first place in your life, you become what? A better, a better, a better operating Christian. And when you instantly obey the voice that's connected to those in him realities, you change who you are. It's, it's these four principles we talked about meditating. I taught you how to meditate. I showed you that Sunday. Why, this is why it all goes together. This is why you got to go to church because I'm teaching you how to do this. So you say, all right, Pastor, what does that mean? That means like I never look at my natural means or my natural man to tell me what I could do spiritually. Just don't do it. Because once you identify with the natural you, you become limited. Once you identify with God, everything is unlimited. The key is your life's going to change the moment you start seeing yourself the way God sees you. This, this is good, right? I like this. I, I, know, I, I, I know you guys, um, I know you read this probably like 100 times, but this is good. I like this, right? Go with me to um, Philippians 2 and 5. Right? And this is big. Philippians 2 and 5, right? It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Look at it in the message. Let them see that because that can, that, that, that can um, help you get this. It, it, help, it just reads a little better. Okay. Think of yourself the way Jesus Christ thought of himself. He's saying you can have the same mind. He had equal status with God but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages that status no ma- of that status no matter what. So it says he exchanged it. So now watch. He didn't think it were robbery to be equal with God. So he connected himself with God and thought of himself at a better level. Okay? Jesus lowered that standard to become like man. We as man become like God when we pick that standard up. It's identification. It's just a little different than what Jesus was saying. Because he said he humbled himself and became like man. We, we humble ourselves and become like God. And that's exactly what happens. When you start realizing how much you're like God, it'll, it'll humble you, bro. Big time. It'll, 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 it'll scare you. It will scare you. 
You mean like a phobia? No, I mean like, man, God, you think that much of me to put me there? You'll live up. You'll, I, I call it, you got to live up to your label. Because it's big. I kind of I like it too, you know. I mean, because I think, what, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Think about that. You got the mind of Christ. So you can think like God. He puts you at the same level of thinking as he has. It means you have the capacity to think like God, create like God, walk like God, talk like God, speak like God, because you're co-heir with Christ. The linkage of connection is based upon Jesus, not you. That was that whole, that was that whole Galatians 2.20 and the passion, let them see that. Man, you got to get this. This scripture is life-changing if you can absorb it. Right? Because this one, man, breaks it down. It says this. My old identity has been what? Co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. Oh, my God. Are you hearing this? You're going to get saved. That's what's going to happen. My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah. Look at that. Look at that. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. What? What do you mean you got crucified? Okay. Can you imagine going to tell somebody in your small group you've been co-crucified with Christ? Can you imagine calling up and be like, well, when the nails went through his hands, they went through my hands. That's what it says, because that's what I... Now, the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. And my new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me so much. He gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. Man, you get that? Now, look what he says in 21, because it makes sense. Now, look at So that is why I don't view God's grace as something minor or peripheral. For if keeping the law could what? Release God's righteousness to us. The anointed one would have died for nothing. Man, that's... That's get you right there, man. There ain't, there ain't nothing else to say right after that. Have you identified? My old identity has been what? Crucified. So what am I doing with my new identity? I'm putting it in Christ, not in me. So I'm not going to live like a human. Because you don't have to. You don't have not. You are not held back by human limitation. You are not held back by human ability, you're not like held back by any of this. But as long as you label yourself like that, you can live only to the lid of where you see yourself. So if you stop right there, that's the end of it. But if you allow that lid to be blown off, you can produce, this is big, you can produce every single, every single miraculous activity that God has laid out for you because you identify with Jesus. Miracles, 
healing, supernatural power, all that cool stuff. But you have to have what? I, I think it's a, I like to write this down. I think it'd be good for you. It's a correction of vision. Man, it's big. It's a correction of vision. The moment you correct your vision, you correct your connection, you can correct your future. That's huge. But you have to have vision correctiveness. If you do not, what happens is this. You start living like man, walk like man, talk like man, act like man. You're just manned up. When you don't, you have to act spiritual because you are spiritual. And it's like you're not faking it, but you're calling things that be not. You're living in a different realm. And once you start allowing that spiritual realm to affect your natural realm, your natural realm's got to change. I promise you, it's God's honest truth. Glory to God. Come on, let me pray for you tonight. You guys are going to step in a brand new season of spirituality. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening at the sound of my voice. I thank you for leading them, guiding them, helping them, being there for them. Lord, I thank you that you're directing their steps. You're leading their path. You're allowing them to identify with Christ. You're allowing them to see the new in him realities. You're allowing them to discover who they are, what they've been made, what they could do. Father, I pray that their thinking lines up with their new creation realities. I think that their speaking lines up with their new creation realities. And I thank you that their inward man lines up with the new creation realities. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he in the earth. Thank you for blessing them and keeping them, opening the eyes and their understanding. Let them see and let them know greater than ever before. And let them become everything you've called them to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, man. I thank you guys for watching. Thank you for sharing. If you didn't share, go back and share. Don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Praise be to God. And get connected to Relevant. I'm going to see you Sunday. It's going to be awesome. And remember this, identify with Christ in your daily walk, and you're going to see God move supernaturally in your midst. And I promise you it's going to happen for you because it's a step of faith. It's a thought. It's a step of faith, it's an idea, it's an action, and then it becomes your position in the earth. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You can do this thing, guys. I'm praying for you and I love you, and I'll see you Sunday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.